Hello, and welcome to the Appetence Family Podcast. My name is Amy Polinich, and I'm the creator of Appetence Families, where I help mummers to live simply, birth simply, and parent simply. In this series, I discuss with my beautiful Appetence mummers their birth stories in attempt to expose the real and raw truth about birth and bring light to a wide variety of birth experiences out there, from natural vaginal births to epidurals, cesarean sections, and home birth, and everything in between. Today's birth story is with one of my really great girlfriends, Courtney, and she has a nine and seven-year-old at home. And I feel like this podcast is really interesting because we actually talk about the comparison of two very different birth experiences, where her first birth was a posterior position baby, which led to a very different labor and ended in an epidural and a vacuum delivery, which was fairly traumatic for both Courtney and her husband. And then her second birth was an anterior position baby. The labor progressed beautifully and ended in a normal vaginal birth where Damien, her husband, actually got to catch the baby at the end, which was a beautiful experience by the sounds. So I hope you enjoy. Courtney, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Yes, so essentially, I think we're here to talk about your birth experience. So, did you want to start with saying where you're at now with your family and what you guys are up to, and then we can go as to how you brought them into the world? Okay, so I'm the mother of two children, happily married. I have a son who is nine years old Mm -hmm. and a daughter who is seven years old, Mm -hmm. both at primary school now. So halfway through that kind of uh, actually raising part of motherhood I've been really enjoying it absolutely how cool how fun so when you fell pregnant with your first bubba that was your son yeah yes and how old were you and how did that come about and what did you do through your pregnancy (laughs) and birth okay so (laughs) I found out I was pregnant about four weeks before my husband and I were to be married um, and Patrick was a accident, <laughs> a big surprise. Um, Dad and I were already engaged. Um, yeah, so it was quite a big surprise, um, but it was meant to be, and very happy about it. Um, I was twenty eight. Cool. And Dan was twenty nine years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was a, a very happy accident. That's awesome. That's awesome. Did you announce it at your wedding? Uh, no, because by the time we got married, I was already 12 weeks, and back in the day, I was quite slim, so it was very <laughs> obvious by about 10 weeks that I was pregnant, um, I organised a beautiful uh, destination wedding in Bali, yep. and destination weddings, there comes a lot of partying, and yep. yeah, so I was very, very looking pregnant, and yeah, it was... Um, yeah, but look, it was a bit of a shock, but we were both very excited. It was the next progression in the relationship anyway. We were planning yep. on having having a baby, falling pregnant within the following 12 months anyway. Perfect, perfect. And um, how was your... So in the preparation leading up to the birth, what was that like? Did you have midwifery care and what classes, um, etc.? I share care with the hospitals. Yep. So that's when your GP um, shares the care with the... Um, uh, uh, prenatal uh, yeah. up at the hospital gave birth at Nample General. Um, yeah, so look, 
obviously from about 20 weeks onwards, after you get your initial blood tests and that first scan, then you start going to, or when this happened uh, nine years ago, you then started having an appointment, I think it was every six to eight weeks, and then mm-hmm. once you were 36 weeks, two, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I did I did go um, overdue with Patrick by about 10 days. So then it started, I think, I went up there every five Yeah, days. yeah. Um, look, it was generally fine. Um, it, it wasn't the information that we had access to then. Like, I know it, only, it doesn't sound like a lot, but nine and a half years ago, really, you know, Facebook exploded. Mm. You know, our phones just got Safari. So yeah. There was, there was, like, Baby Centre... And that was more centered. That was a website where you could find out, you know, what was happening every week with your baby. Like week yeah. twelve, they have fingernails and all that. But as for like um, pre-birth information, it was more about how you give birth and what's happening with the baby, rather than mm. you know preparing yourself for birth, preparing your body for birth. So it was looking back on it now, the information wasn't available. Whether that's a good or bad thing, I don't know. Um, mm. The, and then when you have like a few birthing classes and breastfeeding classes, I um, chose not to do breastfeeding classes because it was something that I was like, no, I'm 100% doing this. So any alternative to that, any way that they present how to breastfeed, you know, I, I just knew, yeah, I'll be able to do that. Yeah. I'll be able to. Birthing classes, they had a couple, but I only went to one. Mm-hmm. And I felt in the birthing classes at that time, yeah, again, it was more about what could possibly happen rather than preparing your body for birth mm. and preparing, you know, it was pretty much ex- explained um, you will have a C-section if things don't go to plan or you'll, you'll have a vaginal birth that goes mm. to plan. There was no alternatives. Interesting, so, yeah. yeah. So um, when it comes to my birth story for Patrick, I do feel I was very unprepared. Right. Very unprepared. Fair call, yeah. fair call. And you mentioned leading up to you were walking every day, yeah. which is great. It, yeah, I was walking every day. Um, one, because uh, I'm quite an active person and quite a busy person. Mm. Um, so walking kind of, you know, kept me busy, kept me kind of looking forward to doing something every day. Mm. But also for superficial reasons, <laughs> I wanted to keep my weight down. I wanted mm-hmm. to recover. My, my uh, thoughts of recovery we're getting your body back into shape mm. rather than nurturing yourself. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it was just, and that was the information we had then. Absolutely, and yeah. you were younger then, and then you, yeah. your priorities sort of changed. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, once I had given birth to Patrick, the, the, the thought of whether I'm, you know, five kilos overweight went out the window. Mm. Still there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Fair call. Totally. No, that's absolutely a fair call. And um, yeah, cool. All right. And then, how was your birth with practice? I mean, with Patrick, you were overdue a little bit. Were you getting all antsy? Overdue. Um, From a health perspective, no, I wasn't really worried because you know I've heard of women going three weeks over and perfect perfect births. Um, but yeah, it's, it was 10 days. I went up and had an appointment the day before I went into labour. And what happened on the day I went into labour is at about 3.30 in the morning, I woke up because I thought I'd wet the bed and I hadn't, my waters had actually broken. Yeah. Um, and that was a different experience to what I thought was going to happen because 
I imagined it was like the movies and it comes out like a waterfall, whereas that wasn't what happened. It was yeah. a slow release over, say, an hour. Um, mm. But I actually started feeling contractions then. Um, and again, with the kind of information I had, I didn't understand what the actual feeling mm. that was. And I still don't understand what that <laughs> feeling is. And it was a, yeah, quite, um, it wasn't intense to begin with, but I knew it was something, it wasn't just a general pain because it felt like a crescendo. Build up, mm. stop, and no pain. Interesting. And then about, say, six, seven minutes later, it was this, you could kind of feel it building up. Yeah. It's like a wave, literally. Like once it broke, it, it's the pain stopped until right. the next wave came. Now, I remember calling the uh, the part of the maternity ward or the maternity part of the hospital at that time saying, look, about maybe five to six minutes apart now. Yeah. And the woman on the phone went, well, okay, what time did your waters break? I said, look, it was 3.30 when I woke up. Yeah. So it would have not been too much before then, right? Yeah. And she said, well, say give it till about 9, 10 o'clock and if you're not progressing any further or if you have progressed further obviously come in for two minutes apart mm. so Damien and I like kind of spent the next couple of hours uh doing a crossword puzzle to kind of distract <laughs> myself but then it got to the point where it was the contractions were only five or four minutes apart but it was excruciating it right was absolutely um I know contractions and labor hurt right but mm. this was curling over I couldn't even and I remember it felt like the feeling of kicking a little toe on a table but in my back wow I was actually agonizing yeah and on top of all the yeah, contraction happening in the like front that, that too stretch feeling but that yeah. was what was but then that would go away as the you know the wave broke yeah yeah and, yeah uh, I said to Danny, look, I feel there's something wrong. And I think he was kind of brushing it off as first as going, honey, you know, this yeah. happens when women give birth, it hurts. And, you know, that didn't go down that well. So, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm convinced we have to go up to the hospital. Yeah. Drove up to the hospital, and I kid you not, we ran into about five of Damien's friends on the way there at each set of stoplights. And he'd be, oh, she's in labor. Oh, oh <laughs> almost 12 hours which is a pretty yeah, long time uh, I was starting to get a bit concerned that the contractions were still like 4 to 5 minutes apart mm. but the pain was getting worse mm. like was, yeah, and then I'd almost say like I don't know what it feels like to be in a vice but it got into a vice feeling mm. mm-hmm. and uh, I remember the midwife had to change over so maybe we're getting up to about six o'clock now and the midwife changed to another midwife mm. 
And then my mum turned up to the hospital. My mum's a nurse. She's had two um, natural births, mm -hmm. many births. And it was actually when mum turned up and she took the midwife to the side. I didn't hear this, but Dana said, said there's something that's not right here. Your mum did? Yeah. Oh, wow. And there wasn't, there was something not right. Mm. And so she was like, oh, no, we'll give it a couple more hours. And if she hasn't given birth by, say, about one o'clock in the morning, um, we're going to have to intervene or, mm. you know, but anyway, let's get some antibiotics in. And I remember they put a, uh, what's that called? The, is it an IV? Like a cannula, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah. Um, into my hand and we're like, you know, and then they, uh, they used the electrical gear and they actually started monitoring. Did they tell you why? Was that simply because no, you'd been labouring a while? Like also a lack of communication, and I think mm. that particular midwife, and I'm not going to blame her, I think she was trying to de escalate the, the anxiety of the situation. Right. As great as mum was, and as supportive and wonderful as she is, mm. I could feel her the vibe coming off her. Like yeah. She kept going out talking, and I know she was trying to de escalate the situation mm. as well, but she, her being the nurse, she you, 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 you know, your mum's no best. Absolutely, are. yeah. And uh, Damien was, you know, as helpful as he could be. He's useless. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was trying to get anxiety as well because he had no idea about how labour went down. What totally. And I think he felt quite, mm, what do I do? Kind mm. of anyway, got to about 10 o'clock at night. They did another... Um, internal exam I actually only got to seven centimeters mm. but the contractions had started getting quicker more painful mm. and I think that's when the um, head obstetrician who was on that night came in and said look something's not right here. Mm. good on you for holding on yeah. that whole time natural but by you yourself like, it's like you know it's kind of cliche but you know as soon as you give birth it Yours was or base? Yeah, mine. And then oh. they did this other thing. Um, so my blood pressure had dropped really low as well. Oh. Um, and then they put like another cord that I think they had attached to Patrick's head. As yeah. Well, yeah. His blood, uh, not blood pressure, his heart rate was dropping a yeah. little bit. Nothing, nothing too bad. Mm -hmm. Anyway, kept going on, kept going on. The obstetricians come in and said, look, we're going to have to do something here. You're in agony. So either you're going to have to, we'll give you until, say, 2 o'clock in the morning and mm. we're going to do an emergency C-section because you're going to be too exhausted. Mm. Like being in agony for hours. Yes. And um, Almost 24 hours yeah, by that point. And then it got to about 12, and that's when I started feeling the intense, intense um, pain. The midwife gave me another thing, said, look, you was probably as far as you're going to go. Let's start, you know. And I felt like I had need to go to the toilet. Yeah. So like, let's let's start pushing. That's another thing too. Like, um, I wish it kind of would have been explained to me a bit better in those birthing classes that when you're going to actually push, it feels like you need to do a big poo. Absolutely. Anyway, Absolutely. Then the, uh, was that not explained in the no, course? No, oh, no. I find that interesting. I, found, I, I thought you pushed from your abdominal. Absolutely, you would think that. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't quite explained that it's it's a deep like pelvic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but 
obstetrician came in and said that I had to stop pushing, that I wasn't dilated enough or that... Anyway, oh, it was a bit of a drama. And then I was in that much agony. I said, I have to have an epidural. Mm, mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, the epidural person's in surgery, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they're not. I know. This <laughs> mum told me that. <laughs> all say this. <laughs> the um, gentleman, the anaesthetist, came up and gave me an um, epidural, which... You know, people told me it's quite agonising, but in comparison to what I was feeling, I didn't even feel it. Oh, really? No, wow. Really it. it was just, and all I remember was him sitting there going, I'm oh, standing there, sorry, and saying, you have to stand, sit as still as possible. Oh, that's and the pain was just, oh, the actual contraction and pain yeah. inside was like... Having a standstill? Yeah, oh. the actual epidural, I felt a little bee sting, but it was nothing. Yeah. You know, the epidural kicked in. Yeah. What time is this about, do you uh, think? Maybe about 12.30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the doctor came in again and went, look, you've relaxed for the 20 minutes or half an hour it took, and then they're like, okay, now you need to push. So now I didn't quite understand that you pushed like you were going mm, through it. Especially and with all, an epidural on board, it's also, hard. I couldn't feel anything. Yes. Like, absolutely, from, the, from maybe the nipples below. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so hard. So I pushed for an hour and 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Got to that. And then, you know, then all of a sudden there's 15 people in the room. And mm. they've got the, uh, we're going to have to vacuum mm. the child out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a horrific experience. I couldn't, mm. yeah, it makes me want to cry thinking about it. It was yeah. so horrific the way that they pulled the baby out. Like, I, I just thought the suction would, like, suck. Out and he'd come out, but you know, he started to push, and I'm pushing wrong, and they're telling me you're pushing wrong, but I couldn't yeah. feel it, so I didn't know how to push. Absolutely. Um, and, and then putting on the actual suction on Patrick, and the, I, yeah, I've never seen that online. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how they put, but they pulled the baby out. Like Damien, my husband, who's, as you know, the most stoic masculine <laughs> was crying because he thought the doctor was ripping the baby yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and that's what it would look like yeah. from the outside you'd be like this is well, like barbaric absolutely and patrick finally came out obviously <laughs> the actual, you know, the baby leaving your vagina has a, a quite a sting. Yeah. To me, it was nothing compared to the contraction. Yeah. So they got Patrick out quite, you know, once the vacuum was on, maybe quite quickly. Um, I tore particularly bad. Mm. And then um, his, blood, his um, heart rate was very low. He was very unresponsive. Mm. So I got maybe... A minute with him and then they took him off to special care to the nursery oh, but then i was laying there kind of not really the way to describe it is i wasn't really aware of what was happening then um yeah. and there's bits and pieces that i, I cannot remember yeah. but my blood pressure dropped to like i think it was like 60 over 30 and Shit, so that is low yeah and then the wow midwife and two other nurses tried to get me up to get me in the shower, but then when I stood up, it was like blood. So there was other complications <sighs> there. But look, it was a it was a not the best experience. Yeah, you know, I'd go through anything again to have my son. But yeah, it was, um, 
I don't think, I think if we would have had like something like what you offer where it's yoga and pregnancy conditioning and birth conditioning, yeah. possibly we might not have been posterior. Very good um, chance. And, you know, it was, it was, yeah, it was a definitely an experience. Yeah. yeah. So did they call it a hemorrhage? Did you have a yeah, hemorrhage so after? Yeah, a hemorrhage after. Yeah. So afterwards I had to have a procedure done. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, afterwards... He, so I think he had uh, maybe a bit of jaundice as well. Yeah. So I remember him being quite yellow. Um, mm. And then I remember, I remember reading this, that just keep breastfeeding. Them yeah, good call. That gets them to urinate. Absolutely. Yeah, so then he was given back to me at about, so yeah, I actually gave birth, I think, at about 2.45 in the morning. Yeah. From the night, so it was nearly a completely 24-hour. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was... Definitely experienced, got him back in the morning and literally he attached to my breasts like that and breastfeeding was fine. And That's amazing. Yeah, there's only one thing I kind of got, which was a, a tip from someone, um, another girlfriend of mine, uh, my best girlfriend actually had given birth about a year and a half before I fell pregnant with Patrick and she's quite adamant about breastfeeding and quite mm. passionate about it as well. Yeah. And she said to me, you know, don't listen to anything, just... You know, just keep trying, keep trying. It yeah. will happen, it will happen. It doesn't feel like what you think it's going to feel like, and it doesn't. Wow. Not, I, don't, I didn't find it painful. It's just different. It yeah. And she goes, when the baby latches, make sure it looks like the special case. Yeah. I heard that. And I remember getting his mouth uh, positioned in, in that way. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so Good on was, him. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's that story. And that's pretty impressive that, especially even after like such a hectic birth, he would have been just as tired as you as well. Oh, and he was able to just tap into his little baby intuition yeah. and breastfeed. Yeah, and it's amazing too because I remember seeing something somewhere about when you are given the newborn baby, they instinctively look for the breast, yeah. for the nipple anyway. And for that minute or two that I did have him, he did do that. Amazing. He, was very, he wasn't... Um, uh, but he wasn't responsive like a normal, like when mm-hmm. they come out screaming. He was mm. like, uh, so yeah. He, you know, he had, he'd gone through a bit, but yeah. he's fine now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's amazing. How cool. So very rough experience. Yeah. And in reflection on that afterwards, were you a bit, um, yeah, like what? how did you feel afterwards in reflection? Uh, look, afterwards I look back in reflection now and I don't blame anyone. It was no one's mm. fault because there is limited to what they can see what's going on inside of you right? absolutely um but I, I would have yeah i would have liked to have had something leading up to that that possibly could have prevented the posterior and mm. also to um i know giving birth is painful for everyone mm-hmm. but you know i knew in my heart mm. something wasn't right yeah i was prepared for pain mm. but not not that Mama always knows. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So then how long was it after Patrick was born that you had Lizzie? Well, I found out I was pregnant with Lizzie a week after my 30th birthday. So I I knew immediately. Yeah. I um, I didn't suffer from morning sickness that bad. Like with Patrick, I maybe had it for about two or three weeks, but it wasn't a violent morning sickness mm. it's just a, being lethargic and I may have um, brought up a bit of food a couple of times yeah. so with Lizzie because I'd already experienced with Patrick and 
Patrick was only a year or 14 months old. Yeah. I fell pregnant with Lizzie. So I'd literally finished breastfeeding Patrick when he was 13 and a half months old. <sighs> because I knew, oh, I might have a drink at my first yeah. or something. And um, so I didn't even have a period. <laughs> which, I don't know, it's just... You had one night out having some wines and then... (laughs) So, yeah, it was... was, And I must have fallen maybe, yeah, like that week before. So it must have been finished feeding Patrick. I must have ovulated. Yeah, that would make sense, actually. I've never really thought about it. Mm -hmm. 12 days. Yeah. And then fallen... Yeah, it makes sense because that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, yeah, you've got those four days in between. Um, And I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, being pregnant again? Yeah, being pregnant again because it was so close. Yes. I was like, oh my God, am I going to have two babies under two here? Absolutely. Best decision I ever made though. No. Um, an accidental decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was um, quite nervous of giving birth again. Yeah. But I was kind of like, no, I'm going to try natural again. I don't want to have a C-section if I can avoid it. Mm. Um, you know, I've been through that. Like I felt like I've been through life and death mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can get through that, surely I can do this again. Mm. Pregnancy was like Patrick fine. Was still quite active, obviously, because I yep. had a, a small baby still. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was actually a really good pregnancy with Lizzie. Like yep. just easy. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> Then I went into labour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, yeah, in the morning. I Yes, it was. So with Lizzie again, I think I went another 10 days over. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I've got to get this baby. got to get it going. So I went for a big walk down to the river mouth. So we went up through Cotton Tree there. Yeah. And by the end of that, I could feel the contractions coming on. Like, I, I Isn't that cool? Yeah, 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 good on you. Because I was like, no, nah, you know. When we with Patrick in the pram or something? No, I said mum came over. Yeah. Go for a walk. Get that baby out. Yeah. <laughs> Get it done, Courtney. Yeah, Come done. on. <laughs> um, yeah, and felt the the kind of the start of, like the niggles is yeah. what I call them. Um, and they weren't that bad. Mm. Weren't that bad. All. And I'll be brutally honest, it did not feel the same. As Patrick? No, the pain Amazing. was a different pain. And I know sometimes people have gone, oh, but is that because your body was prepared? No, it's actually in a different spot. The wow. Pain, there was no back pain. Yes. It was just that pulling, like the ligament pull feeling. Right. Um, in the front, in the front yeah, of you. Yeah, so towards like, like the most deepest in like kind of mm. period. Mm-hmm. Feel, whereas with Patrick, it was like, you know, when your coccyx sits, mm. that was like, yeah, like the pain was coming out of there. So it was actually Absolutely. through the back. It wasn't. Yeah. But with Lizzie, and I was like, kind of resonated that oh this does actually feel as it was getting more intense a bit different so the amazing feeling felt the same but as it was getting more intense mm. so um because of everything that happened with patrick called the hospital and they said look we'd just like you to kind of come up and just like have a look say about five o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. um so i went up there and like even when they did the internal they were like oh you're just one centimeter like so I wasn't even really in labour. Right. Um, kind of just walked around the hospital and yeah. had a look and did all that. And then at about... Oh, so you stayed at hospital yeah, at that point? Yeah, just at hospital. Yeah. They wanted to just keep an eye on me. Yeah. Um, but I think the midwife knew 
when I got up there that this isn't the same. Yeah. Like, this is the same situation's not happening. You'd go quicker, yeah. Road, had a hamburger. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of grooved around with Damien. Mum and Patrick was with mum and dad, so I knew he was fine. He was yeah. Fine. Then at about, say, Eight o'clock is when the proper contraction feeling started coming on. Yeah. Again, still not as painful as Patrick. It was just a different feeling. It was the feeling of this will be over. Right. This is a process. Like this, it felt natural. Yes. With Patrick, it was like, this just doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. And, Even um, though you didn't know what to expect, you just knew it. You just, I just I feel just, it. Just yeah. Feel, like Lizzie was just this like really, although, you know, that was her. Mm. Process, right. Describe it. Um, so then I started uh, probably about kind of went through the motions. Uh, this time, another great thing is is that they had this ball up there, which is like a um, you know, one of those balance balls, yeah, a shape of an eight, yeah, the ones. peanut balls, yes, yeah, that's it. And the midwife said to me, How about? you straddle that and kind of, as the contractions happen, bounce up and down. Ah. It was the best thing ever. It, no, it doesn't take a Amazing. But it was, it was almost like a, the feeling of making yourself balance. Yeah. Takes the sting off it. So you had your feet either side yeah. of the fit ball and you sat in like the little groove. Um, so in the groove part. And yeah. For those listening, so kind of <laughs> held on to the end of the bed. Yeah. Um, and so it could, you know, help yeah. with the balancing. But I don't know, it almost felt like it transferred the pain to the thighs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, yeah, and then did that for the minute that the contractions were happening. Yeah. And again, you know, goes off. So. And then um, you would break and you would yeah, rest in that time? Yeah. And Perfect. Then look, I was under the assumption, you know, it's going to be another six hours or so. So the big wife, you know, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Said, look, I'm going to go fill the bath. Why don't we try and get you in the bath and just relax? And mm. you know, the feeling of weightlessness might carry this up a bit. Yeah. She hadn't even filled up the bath and I felt that like need to go to the toilet. Oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, that's how quickly it progressed as Amazing. Well. Yeah, and it was two or three pushes. Um, they dimmed the lights down really low and the midwives and everyone stood outside and Damien actually delivered her. So it was really, it was the most beautiful experience. That gives me goosebumps. That's beautiful. And she came out screaming. Amazing. It's like, oh, this is what it's actually like. Now I can see why it's so beautiful. Yeah. um, The less intervention is so helpful. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. you can't control what was happening mm. the first time, but having the experience of it, an extremely traumatic birth to what I could just say is the most stock standard, mm. textbook, relaxing, Absolutely. beautiful experience. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's always cancelled out what was happening, that happened with Patrick, I feel. Yeah, because don't you find that, um, did you feel like that was quite healing for you, having oh, Lizzie's absolutely, birth? Absolutely. Yeah. you're asking about reflection before and reflecting back on after Patrick, like I, I wouldn't have, you know, thought I had postnatal depression, mm-hmm. but I did go through. I was, I, I became a little bit after uh, the two months after Patrick was born, a bit obsessed with Patrick mm. to the point that, like, I didn't even really like other people holding him because I thought they were going to drop him. Right. They weren't holding him right. Right. I'm saying this to people who've had, you know, three children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they know how to hold him right. 
and uh, I'm not wanting to put him down. Interesting. So, um, I wouldn't put, and you know, so a few people know this, I wouldn't put Patrick in a cot. Yeah. So I would make, get the bassinet and I'd take the bassinet off its legs. Yeah. And lay down and have him next to me in the bassinet. Wow. With my hand on his tummy. Wow. In case he stopped breathing. So, yeah. So maybe looking back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of fear. Yeah, real fear. Um, yeah. Like, I wouldn't give him a bottle. Yeah. Like, oh, Even like, if it had breast milk in it. No. Yeah. So I remember one night, so it was his christening when he was seven months old. And, <laughs> you know, Damien was begging me, going, can we please go out after you? Yeah. We go friends. We're going to go back to um, a friends of ours and have a few... I'm going to have a few drinks. Yeah. You want to have one or two, that's fine. But you need to leave Patrick. Yeah. Yep. Let us have a fun night, us two. And I hadn't given him a bottle ever. Mm Mm-hmm. And. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a first time to leave with mum to do it. (laughs) Mum and dad are awesome. And I just remember my mum just going, express into the bottle. Yeah. And he will take the bottle. He will not starve himself. Yes. And he did. Amazing. I remember being at that party and it was like I hadn't fed him for like maybe three or four hours. And yeah, sitting there and your boobs were huge. (laughs) Something's going on. What have you done there? And it was literally coming. You were leaking. (laughs) (laughs) He was shocked. He was like, you know, your breasts are crying. Patrick's birth. Yeah, because I remember when the midwives were trying to get me up and my blood pressure dropped and those other things happened, I didn't end up having a shower. Yeah. And yeah, standing there and, you know, I thought my kidney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was buzzing, going, and then it was funny because I told someone else and they're like, oh yeah, that happened to my mum. I'm like, well, someone could have told me. Yes. Was, like, oh, blood clots. They're so real. Did you get much afterbirth pains? Yeah, I did when I was breastfeeding. Yeah. I could feel it quite badly. Um, yeah. It was quite, um, with both of them. But, you know, I, I say it's quite painful. It's just a pain you haven't felt before. Yes. So it, it's, it feels weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, with both of the kids, it always happened around breastfeeding. But mm-hmm. then one of the midwives up there said that breastfeeding is the best thing you can do because it will make it contract quicker. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, interesting. So, okay, so Lizzie's birth was a very nice healing oh, experience. Yeah. And how freaking cool is that, that Damien caught her? Yeah. Like, was what was really, he like with that? Um, he was very, like... To be honest, that surprises me, knowing yeah, Damien. He was just, like, kind of, you know, just took control of the situation. Yeah. And was, you know, scared that man about it. I love that. Yeah. Like I he, love he, that. He, um, you, know, got, you know, so he was the first, and I remember he was holding her... And I think it's quite cathartic for Damien as well. Because mm. um, with Patrick, like, he has said to me, 
after he goes, I thought he was literally going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's How like, scary. He didn't know that Patrick was a boy either. And he, you know, yeah. he saw that when he came out. And another thing with Patrick too is that when he actually did come out, his head wasn't facing the right way either. So, was he looking up? I think so. Up at the roof. Yeah, yeah I think, and, and they've had to turn him. I remember they yeah. had to turn him a bit. So, yeah. And he still had that thing. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a little, little like a little bruise thing Aww. on his head. Just on it all the time. Yeah, so I think that in itself was a beautiful thing for Damien because it was kind of like, you know, she came out and yeah. it was so um, uh, smooth, natural, and, and yeah, she's a beautiful baby, Elizabeth. Oh, really beautiful. you know, one of those little beautiful little Irish babies. Yeah, 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 Feel what you needed to yeah. feel, move on from it, accept it, and yeah, yeah. And, and still understand what it's like to have a really beautiful, empowering natural that's birth. Right. Like, yeah, um, you know, ideally, I would think that most people would want that really natural um, experience, mm. um, and yeah, to be have have had the extremes of both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was just magical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a bit of a, I don't know what to call it yet, a fire round or a bunch yes. of quick questions <laughs> yeah. that I want you to answer with the first thing that pops into your mind. So, um, are you one, are you and your husband one to find out the sex of your baby? I didn't with Patrick, didn't yeah. with Elizabeth. Ah, 50-50. Cool, cool. What was the hardest thing to give up in your pregnancy? Cheese, wine or coffee? Uh, I didn't drink coffee when I was pregnant with Patrick mm. I didn't start until after the children yeah um, <laughs> very cool um, probably the soft cheese because I'm not much of a drinker anyway. yeah so, the cheese uh, and sushi oh yeah, true bummer I've eaten salmon oh yeah. that would be hard that would be hard um, what was your weird pregnancy craving Body was telling you something. Yeah, um, that, and I think yeah, it was that with Patrick as well. I'm pretty sure. Amazing. Chippies. Yum. Yeah, like hot chippies from the yes. Yeah. <laughs> Extra. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, but that, that um, feeling was very uh, very short. Yeah. 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 And it was worse when I had the morning sickness. I Absolutely. Had my body trying to go. Get some salt back into yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Cool. Perfect. Um, if you could give mummers one tip on how to birth simply, what would it be? Just go with the flow. Perfect. Beautiful. Go with the flow. And one tip on how to parent simply. Again, go with the flow. Very true. Yeah, it just, Fits for both. Yeah. It's uh, and um, I know this doesn't happen for all women, but I do feel for like. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you can work on beforehand, like what you would have been quite in tune with yourself, yeah, with your emotions, with yeah, your body, yeah. you, not yeah. clouding yourself all the yeah, time. I think you always have apprehensions about mm-hmm. what you're expecting. Uh, maybe that's another one. Lower your expectations. 
expectation of yeah. what it's going to be because mm-hmm. it can be hard, but it's really enjoyable. Yes. It is. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. (laughs) No props. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for my birth story with Courtney. I really hope it gave you some insight in how to live simply, birth simply, and parent simply. I really enjoyed this conversation because we delve into the topic that I'm really passionate about being optimal fetal positioning which has led to this month's blog post being about the evidence on posterior position babies. It is amazing the difference that baby's position entering labor can have on your labor and birth experience. If you wish to avoid your baby being in a posterior position, have a shorter and less painful labor, and more likely to have a vaginal birth, balancing the ligaments, muscles, and tendons around your uterus and pelvis is absolutely vital. To do this, come on over to my pregnancy yoga or my body balancing workshop, which are both held here on the Sunshine Coast. You can head on over to my website and book through there. Thank you so much for supporting Appetence families and I'll catch up with you soon.